0: This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, a speaker, writer, and spiritual director who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Hello everyone, Deanna Bartolini with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. I am as always happy to be with you. The only thing that would make me happier is if I could actually see you and we could have a real-time conversation about these things because as important as it is that I get to talk about them with you, I would like to hear what you think too, not just you hearing what I think. So the best way to do that would be to actually just drop some comments uh, in the show notes and let me know your thoughts. And also let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to cover. Today I'm going to be talking about participating in our faith life you're probably thinking, really? Of course I participate in my faith life. It's my faith life. I mean, I get up every day. I I breathe. I participate in my physical life. Of course I participate in my faith life. But sometimes I'm not sure if we really are. And I'm not talking about uh, are we doing things, right? Are Are we going to Mass? Are we praying? Are we reading the Bible? Yes, that's part of participating. But there's also that other idea that Are you waiting for Jesus to do something for you and maybe missing that you ought to be doing something for yourself? Just something to think about. And I'm going to read some scripture that sort of points a little bit in that direction of what actually is our participation. And this reading is from Matthew chapter 9, and important to know that Jesus was in his own town you know how sometimes when he was in his own town, people were not too happy to see him and didn't care too much about the fact that he was Jesus because he was just, you know, the guy that grew up down the street. So here we're starting uh, Matthew chapter nine, verse two. And there people brought to him a paralytic lying on a stretcher. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, courage, child, your sins are forgiven. And then there's the arguing with the scribes who oh, does Jesus think he is saying this? And, and Jesus actually, though they didn't say it out loud, he knows their thoughts because he's Jesus. And he says to them, why do you harbor evil thoughts? What is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say rise and walk? And so then he turns to the paralytic and he says to the paralytic, rise, pick up your stretcher and go home. And he rose and went home. Jesus gave the man very specific instructions. He said, rise, pick up your stretcher and go home. And the man did it. The man just didn't lay there saying, oh, woe is me. I really can't walk. Are you sure you've forgiven my sins? Are you sure I can get up and walk? No, he believed because he had faith and he was healed because Jesus healed him. And then he did what Jesus said. And sometimes I think, are we sitting around thinking, well, if Jesus really wanted this and such to happen, he would make it happen. And I think to myself, well, did he give you an intellect? Did he give you a will? Did he give you the means and the knowledge to make whatever you want to happen, happen? Then make it happen, right? We don't want to get ahead of ourselves we don't want to go ahead of god absolutely not but we also can't sit there waiting to be 100 percent certain right to to have all the facts we have to move forward we have to embrace what we are being given by jesus there was a woman once who when she would speak she she said specifically that one of the things before she got ready to do some like a big project or a new task or something like this, she would say, she would pray and she believed that this is where she was supposed to move, how she was supposed to move forward. And then her prayer became, Lord, I believe that I am doing what you are asking me to do. I also believe that if it is the wrong thing, you will stop me. And I often think about that, right? As, as I sometimes, I can overthink things, Yeah, it's true. I can overthink things and I want to be sure. I want to be certain. And then other times I'm like, oh, look, there's a target. Let me go. Run, run, run. And I don't think about it at all. I'm a little bit of a, I have this dichotomy in me, I suppose. Like I'm sure most of us or many of us do. If God really doesn't want something to happen, he will somehow stop it. If you are doing the absolute wrong thing. I do trust him. I absolutely trust him that he's going to do that. And so I think this is a little bit like this man on the stretcher. He didn't, this, he's a paralytic, okay? He cannot walk. And Jesus says to him, yes, rise, pick up your stretcher and go home. And he says that to us. He tells us to get up. He tells us to go and do the thing. And we hem and we haw and we wait and we wonder. And we're not moving forward. We get stuck. Maybe we're stuck because we're afraid. Maybe we're stuck because we're unsure. Maybe we're stuck because we think, he's not really talking to me. He doesn't really mean me. He means that other person over there. He doesn't. We have beautiful gifts that we have been given, talents, abilities. Jesus wants us to use those. He wants us to use those for his glory so that people know who he is. The other part of this that always strikes me, these these gospel passages that I just read, these verses, is that by embracing the forgiveness that Jesus offers this man, I'm going to say that again, by embracing the forgiveness that Jesus offers this man, this paralyzed man, he is showing gratitude. He is grateful. And because he is grateful, he doesn't question. He doesn't second guess. He doesn't ask again. He doesn't say, are you sure? When Jesus says you can rise, pick up your stretcher and go home, he rose and went home. Do we do that? Or do we wonder? Do we constantly rethink and reconsider? You know that I have young grandchildren and they were with us. And oftentimes there would be a question, can we paint? Yes, we can paint. We'll paint after nap. Okay. Nona, can we paint? Yes, we're going to paint after nap. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go take a nap. After nap, are we gonna paint? Yes, we're going to paint constantly. Right? Con- constant asking. Really? Are we gonna do this? Are we gonna Are we gonna do this? Yes. Do you really mean yes? And they're little, and I get that. They just They just want to know. They want to be sure. But we're not little. We have wisdom, and we have experience, and that tells us that when we work with Jesus, when we participate in our life of faith, great things can happen. Whether it be something is healed, whether our sins are forgiven, whether we are given an infusion of knowledge or strength or courage or wisdom to move forward on a task that we have to do, whatever it is, Jesus wants to be with us and help us. Our faith is meant to, first of all, be shared, but our faith gives us the strength to live the life that we are called to live. And we are not called to live a small life. We are called to live a big life, full, full of gratitude, full of excitement, full of joy, full of painting after naps. Whatever it is that brings you closer to Jesus is what we are supposed to be doing. And he wants to be close to us. And that is why he forgives us. That is why he heals us. That is why he calls us to him repeatedly. And we sit around sometimes and we're like, really, me, 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 mm, me? Don't do that. Be grateful. Be grateful that God is calling you to something new and different. And most likely, better And bigger than you can possibly imagine. Because when Jesus forgives us, He doesn't forgive a little bit. He forgives everything, especially when we ask for that forgiveness, when we have that faith to know that He is going to take care of it. And so then, when He gives us that gift, be like the paralytic rise and take up your mat and go home or go out, whatever it is you're supposed to do, right? Whatever it is, do it. Don't question. In my life, the more I have questioned God, the less I have been honest and authentic with myself and to other people. The less I question God, the more I trust that what he tells me and what he gives me and what he shows me is what he means, then I am living fully out in my life of faith. I'm fully embracing my life in faith. I'm participating in my life of faith. And that is what I want to encourage everyone to do. Participate in your life of faith and whatever gifts you are given, whatever healing, forgiveness, whatever it is that Jesus hands you, when he tells you to take it and to pick up your mat, do it, do it out of love and obedience and out of faith. That is going to be our challenge for this week. One, to be grateful. So in some way to show gratitude to Jesus for the gifts that he gives you, but also to use them. So when something comes up, don't look around to see who's going to take care of it. If it's something you can do, do it. If it's something you have the ability, the skills, the talents, the resources, do it. Don't wait fully participate in your life of faith. Because you know what? If there's nothing else that we can do that will help us be the person that God is calling us to be, that is the most important thing is to fully participate in our life of faith. Don't stand by watching what might could possibly happen. Just jump in. And keep that prayer in mind, right? That God, I believe this is what you want me to do, and I also trust that if it is not what you want me to do, that you will stop me. If we pray that, we're gonna be pretty safe, I think. At least I've seen that come to pe- to bear, to pass in my own life. So go ahead and let that be your challenge this week. When you really believe that you're being called to something, Don't sit around wondering, waiting, checking out the people around you. It's you. Move on it. Be people of action. Be people of participation. All right. I will be back again next week. Again, if you have any topics you want me to cover, if you're interested in some particular scripture verse you want me to talk about, please just put it in the comments section of the show notes, and I'll be sure to get it, read it, and consider it. All right, have a great week, everyone, and don't forget to always live not lukewarm. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, tell a friend, or leave a review wherever you listen. Show notes and links are at notlukewarmpodcast.com dot com